Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And welcome to Nature Notes with our natural son, Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner. And uh, Nature Notes also sponsored by By the Yard Maintenance Free Outdoor Furniture. Visit ByTheYard.net. We'll talk to Jim in moments. I'd like to talk a little bit about my friends Pam and Lee at Cardinal Corner and their after Christmas sale still on and you're gonna, if you pay them a visit, you'll find out this is not just bird feeders and bird seed either. Lee and Pam and Amy have such great taste. They fill their stores with things like beautiful jewelry, purses, scarves, kitchen items, home decor, books, wind chimes, so much more. And, of course, they do have beautiful and unusual selection of bird feeders, bird baths, bird houses, many items not only made in America, made right here in Minnesota. Best, freshest bird seed you will find. At Cardinal mm-hmm. Corner. And remember the after uh, Christmas sale on now at Cardinal Corner. Stop in, see Lee and Pam. Uh, they're in West St. Paul, Butler, and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center. Here's the number, 651-455-6556, or online at cardinalcorner.com. Cardinal Corner, you'll find, really is more than just a bird seed store. And good morning, Jim. It is uh, officially 29 in the Twin Cities. We, we have the exact temperature, 29. And I think that's why well, I, I don't think it's it's because it's overcast, you know. Oh yeah, it's, sure. And it's held in some of the some of the heat. So it's twenty nine and overcast, and very very light winds. You can barely feel it here in the northwest side of Lake Waconia, about thirty miles thirty miles west of downtown Minneapolis. It's just barely getting a little light out there. And I was just listening to the ad again. Sandy and I, of course, are looking forward to hosting a trip to France next August 3rd to the 12th. Uh, 2019 marks the 75th anniversary of the, of the U.S. liberating France from Nazi Germany. And we'll be visiting D-Day sites in the Normandy countryside, of course. And uh, 2019 also marks the beginning of the Renaissance. Uh, 500 years ago, in the Loire Valley. We will visit Chateau uh, Chambord, and uh, construction on this Renaissance Chateau began in 1419. The France trip was planned by Michael Kenny, and I know you've been with Michael Kenny on several trips. Oh, yes. He always does a nice job. And, again, for more information, visit defineddestinations.com or call Six five one three nine eight nine three five eight. What's the date on that again, Jim? Oh, um, August third through the twelfth. Very good. This coming summer. Excellent. Say sunrise today will be seven forty nine. Sunset four fifty five. So today in the twin season area we have nine hours and six minutes of daylight. We have gained 10 minutes of daylight since last Sunday, and a total of 20 minutes has been gained since the winter solstice on December 21st. 
And of course, the solstice was a solstice was our shortest daylight amount for the year at eight hours forty six minutes. The normal high for day is twenty three. Normal low is seven. Well, we're well above that. Records for today, January thirteenth in the Twin Cities. High. 48 degrees. This was set in 1980 and again in 1987. But the record low goes back 151 years ago. It was minus 34 in 1868. <clears throat> the most snow we received on, in recorded history um, was on this date 52 years ago, 1967, six inches of snow fell on the Twin Cities. We could use six inches of snow to clean up the environment here. Oh, we really should. The waxing first quarter moon is tomorrow. So first quarter moon tomorrow night. Today the moon rises at 11.45 a.m., so this morning, and sets at 11 minutes after midnight tonight. The next full moon is next Sunday evening, January 20th. Now, I'm hoping for a clear Sunday evening sky because next Sunday night, the 20th, is a total lunar eclipse. Oh, that's right. And it's um, it's it's what we call a supermoon. So... It gives us a chance to, you know, if it's clear or just partly cloudy, chance to observe this total lunar eclipse. The eclipse begins about 8.09 in the evening. Totality begins about 9.12, and that's when the moon fully enters the Earth's shadow. A supermoon occurs when the full moon is within 90% of its closest approach to the Earth. Since the moon's orbit is not a perfect circle and the sun and the and the moon's orbit isn't either. So the moon and the earth do not have perfect circular orbits, but they have elliptical orbits, are slightly flattened circles. So the distance from this varies as the takes about twenty nine and a half days for the moon to get around the Earth each time. At its closest point, we call this perigee, and that's what's happening this next Sunday. So at this point, the moon will look 14% bigger than it does at its most distant point, which is called, um, I got, no, I got it mixed up. That's apogee, the farthest point, perigee next Sunday, the closest point, and it's 30,000 miles closer. And at only 222,000 miles away. Anyway, the Earth is, or the Moon is a solid body, body nearly spherical in shape. The Moon appears to be about the same size as the Sun in the sky and measures a half arc of area. The Sun is huge and gives off its own light and is about 400 times farther away from the Earth than the Sun, about 93 million miles away. Moonlight is actually sunlight reflected from the moon's surface. There is an organization that's offering a total eclipse public star party, and that's called the Minnesota Astronomical 
society. Now, people can come to their site at Eagle Lake Observatory, Baylor Park, near Norwood Young America, next Sunday night to see the eclipse. You can see it at home, too, but if you want to see it through a telescope. If you need more information how to get there or more about the organization, just go MN Astro, A-S-T-R-O, so Minnesota Astro, so M-N-A-S-T-R-O dot org, and you get information on the eclipse and how to get there, and uh, and also have a phone number there that you can call to make sure that it's not cloudy out there at the time. This should be interesting. Next Sunday. You'll have to get out and photograph that. Day. I think that's a great. I know Mike Lynch, wherever he will be, I know he'll be out of town. <laughs> I think he's going to be in Arizona, so we'll. I bet he'll come back with some great photos, too. Oh, I bet he will. Arizona's a, kind of like the perfect place to go. Yeah. Something like that. I said this on November 25th, um, but people have asked me more about it, so I have to do it again. Minnesota is the seventh largest U.S. wind power producer with more than 2,300 wind towers, call those turbines, dotting the countryside, particularly in the wind-rich southwest part of our state, like in Lincoln County, um, in the Lake Benton and Hendricks area. I've been in both areas, taken my students there to see this. It's really quite a sight. Tremendous. Mary Brisland from Lutzen reports that Lake Superior is wide open, giving us a chance to see its many tones of blue on sunny days and to enjoy the beautiful ice patterns on the shoreline, on these shoreline rocks, the result of wave sprays. She did mention that Grand Marie Harbor froze over this past Thursday, but opened up again on Friday. It's just frozen over a day. Mary Brislance also notes that in her yard at Lutzen, 12 inches of snow fell this past week, 48 inches so far this season. And there's even more that fell in the upper elevations like at Lutzen Mountain Ski Area. So skiing, snowboarding conditions are great. Cross-country ski trails are well-groomed in the Lutzen area. Black-capped chickadees, red-breasted nuthatches, downy, hairy, and pileated woodpeckers, plus dozens of pine siskins, one Canada jay, and a barred owl visit her feeding station. At a feeding station near Grand Marais, pine grosbeaks, a couple of evening grosbeaks, and a rough grouse are among the birds coming lately. Heavy snow, like along the north, it feels it's odd talking about heavy snow around here. But heavy snow, like along the north shore of Lake Superior, can be tough on trees and shrubs. The native spruces, both black spruce and white spruce, and the balsam firs of northern Minnesota have a spire-shaped growth form that acts like a steep-pitched roof, allowing the snow to slide off. Yet snow still gets caught on their limbs. It's beautiful for us, but forest research shows that a single 40-foot-tall balsam fir could end up holding more than 6,000 pounds of snow. Just amazing. Much of the information on climate, weather history, astronomy, and phenology that I've been using again this morning is from the Minnesota 
uh, weather guides uh, put out by the Freshwater Society. The Minnesota Weather Guide Environment Calendars come in two forms, the wall form and the engagement calendar. They're both available in book, gift, and wild bird stores throughout Minnesota and western Wisconsin. The 2019 Minnesota Weather Guide can be ordered online at freshwater.org, just freshwater.org, or you can call 651-313-5808. Get yourself a copy of that. You really, really like that weather guide. That's always fun to look at. Really oh, is. it is. I have to look at it every day because <laughs> so much information. Yeah, there, there's, yeah, there is so much, yeah. Yeah. People are always asking me about it. Oh, there's so many things happening outside right now. But looking at 30 years of climate data for the Twin Cities area, the coldest day of the year statistically is January 16th, coming up this next Wednesday. So as of Thursday, the 17th, the average temperatures are on the rise again. Also, January 15th is coming Tuesday, marks the midpoint of meteorological winter that here in the upper Midwest begins December 1st and ends February 28th. So we're halfway through the winter season as of Tuesday, according to meteorologists. European stars have begun to show yellow on their bills, an early spring sign. Downy woodpeckers can be heard drumming on resonant tree branches and other signal posts. They do this to announce territories and establish pair bonds. So this sound of the drumming woodpeckers is considered to be a sign of spring. And I've heard it out in our backyard. In northeastern Minnesota, at this time of year, male common ravens do elaborate courtship flight maneuvers, including steep dives, tumbles, and rolls. I've seen like turning over without... We're out in cross-country skis one day, and I looked up and saw that. What a sight. Julie Brophy from Victoria heard her first-of-the-year black-capped chickadee um, whistling Phoebe. That's a neat song. Described as spring soon or spring, spring's here. She heard it this past Wednesday, January 9th. Yesterday, she heard her first-of-the-year Blue Jay pump handle call. Keith and Cheryl Radel from Faribault note that yesterday... Sixteen species of birds were seen at their feeding station, including over a hundred pine siskins when they came at one time. The pine siskins also line up at their heated bird bath over twenty at a time. Each one typically takes four quick drinks and then takes off to eat sunflower chips. Ray and Marlene Simon, who live on the edge of Northfield, report that more than half of the landscape is snow-free. That's the way it is around Waconia here, too. Yesterday, 17 species of birds were coming to their feeding station, including two white-throated sparrows, two northern flickers, and, of course, many pine siskins and some morning doves. Marlene has been hearing black-capped chickadees singing the whistled Phoebe song since the first of the year. She hears lots of drumming from downy woodpeckers, and red-bellied woodpeckers are vocal. And this past week, she heard northern cardinals singing their whistled What Cheer, Cheer, Cheer song. She heard it every day. <laughs> Ray and Marlene Simon also report other spring signs, like 
first raccoons out and about. They saw them on January 9th after the six-day January thaw. How about that? Raccoons out already. Um, this past week, Diana and Dave Herring from Waterville, the Waterville area, uh, were seeing bald eagles. They, and this includes they saw three in the Faribault area, in fact, one right in Faribault, and two in the Owatonna area. I've got um, a, a note following that, too, because from Art and Barb Straub, uh, they live in Lesseur but spend much time in the Henderson area, not far from Lesseur. Bald eagles, um, nesting spots have become alive with activity, they say. Uh, the eagles are adding brush and branches to their nests, and the eagles have been seen in their nests contemplating the future but not ready to lay their precious eggs quite yet. But this will come uh, within the next few weeks. Pine siskins from the north visit seed feeders. As many as 80 to 100 trumpeter swans have been seen feeding in corn stubble fields in the Lesseur area. And the wintering over male Baltimore oriole continues to come to a Lesseur city feeder offering grape jelly, suet pieces, and mealworms. This, this oriole is incredible. It's still, still doing just fine. The final count for the Nye Nature Center, Henderson, um, LeSueur area Christmas bird count, that took place last December 15th, but they got all, every, all the records in now. 47 species, including 131 blue jays, 111 American goldfinches, 101 American crows, 93 American robins, 33 ringneck pheasants, 15 red-winged blackbirds, 2 bald eagles, 7 northern flickers, and a Baltimore oriole were seen. That's, that's tremendous. Well, I tell you what, before you go, Jim, there are, there are some text messages you want to hear about. Oh, okay. Uh, let, me, let me run real quickly here. Uh, I said, morning, Jim and Danny. My wife and I witnessed an amazing natural event a week ago today in Invergrove. Uh, we wanted to share. For three minutes, we watched two young coyotes chase a red fox through our backyard and woods. And while the sight was amazing, the sounds were both terrifying and fascinating. We think, though, that the fox did survive uh, based on the uh, vocalizing we heard later that evening. So they wanted to pass oh, that along. And you talk about the uh, Phoebe sound. Uh, Dan in Lakeville heard his first chickadee uh, yesterday, as a matter Just of yesterday. fact. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. In, uh, in, you know, I, in Lakeville. I feel like I should stay outside all day listening to these sounds. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, have, you'll have lots of them. Yeah. Uh, do you have any more, or are you all wrapped up for today? Well, um, as I mentioned, uh, Keith and Cheryl Radel, um, over 100 pine siskins at one time coming to their feeding station. That's in Faribault. And then, uh, as I said, Julie Brophy heard this. The, the Vic, I, and I can't, I can't mimic this one. I wish I could. Uh, the Blue Jay Pump Handle song, and that's something that people could uh, look forward to hearing. And watching black-capped chickadees and um, juncos and northern cardinals and various woodpeckers at a feed station doesn't warm the day, but their actions sure warm the heart. The bird feeder birds are around day after day and a reminder that life outlasts every winter. Isn't that neat? It is neat. One, <laughs> one final text, and then we'll have to let you go. A texter okay. says, I, I have owls, one close, one or two farther away. When hooting, are they mating or uh, about territory? Are they just talking to each other? They, it's talking to each other, 
And when you hear the duet hooting, it certainly is talking. It's a pair then. So you hear one hoot, and then you hear, you know, a few seconds later, you hear the other one answer. And to answer that question, they're setting up nesting territories, and the great horned owl is the first bird to nest in Minnesota, and eggs will be laid uh, by the end of January. All right. Great answer. How about that? Uh, all right. There. Well, let's do this again the next week, Jim. I look forward to it. Me too. Bye. Thanks very much. Jim Gilbert, more Nature Notes next Sunday morning here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Here's that forecast, and get those uh, health questions ready. Dr. Hiddleston's got an open line show coming up, your general health questions on healthy matters. Today, cloudy, high near 33, calm winds. Uh, patchy, patchy fog maybe early tomorrow morning. We'll have an overnight low of 27. And let's see. Tomorrow, cloudy skies high near 34, 33 Tuesday, but again, getting colder. 22 Wednesday, Friday will get up to 14, Friday night two below, and Saturday will get up to near seven above. Right now it's overcast, CCO temperature reading 29. Radio.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <laughs> 